What do you think race is? Race is mankind's most misunderstood idea. The next most misunderstood idea is the nature of humans. Mankind does not understand what makes him the creature that he is. Both concepts are interrelated, in truth they are inseparable. We cannot understand the meaning of race if we do not first figure out what a human being is. There are two popular ideas about race, both of them are wrong. Christians tend to argue for the existence of a single human race. This commits the error of equivalence. Race and species are not identical classes of things. Confusing race with species is a patent absurdity. A race is not identical with the idea of species. To start with, species is a physical construct, a product of taxonomy. Race is a sociological construct. Our ideas about race define the kind of society we envision. To claim there is only one race is to claim society is composed of a single class of persons living a similar lifestyle, but this is contrary to Christian theology which sees a clear distinction between believer and non-believer. The other possibility is to define race by skin color. This is even more absurd. There is nothing unique about skin color. There is no way to draw a line between different populations based solely on skin color. Indeed, the division of populations based on skin tone is so artificial, it requires a racist to make the attempt worthwhile. There has not been a discussion that uses skin color to divide and categorize people that is not grounded in racism. In fact, the best and easiest way to define racism is the tendency to view history from the perspective of skin tones. There is a racist argument that claims racism is hate based on skin color, but give me one argument grounded in skin pigments that is not negative? Such arguments must be grounded in hate because they have no scientific or logical validity. How do we pick a parent to belong to if one is of mixed race? Does the child of mixed parentage believe one parent is of this class of person and the other parent is of a different class or category? There is no opening into the discussion of race, based on skin tones, that is not inherently bigoted, hateful, and therefore racist. To elaborate on this in more detail. If there is a human race, what are skin tones? Skin tones at best pertain to taxonomy and we have said there is but one human species. Do the races relate to a subspecies? Even if we assume this, it only means that skin color is no more significant than the beak size and shape on a finch in the Galapagos. But I think we all think race is sociological more significant than a minor physical characteristic. Sociologically, a Jamaican has more in common with the British than with Africans. American blacks and Jamaican blacks are different yet again. A common skin tone does not fit a Jamaican for life in Africa. Race is only meaningful from the perspective of humanity as an abstraction. The concept of race is an abstract concept. 
Race is more about the spiritual condition of mankind than a physical attribute. Too few persons understand the real division. Too many of us are trained to see things physically. There is a physical way of looking at things. This viewpoint is called the phenomenological perspective. But this is not the only way we can think about reality. Some people are idealists. In conventional thinking, idealism ties reality to our perception or the perspective of our minds. Both have their weaknesses. Phenomenology is confounded by the reality that perceptions of reality are filtered through our senses. The five senses are themselves physical, but the signals they send have no informational value without the interpretative ability of the mind. Idealism is considered defeated by the fact our ideas are malleable, but what we think has no impact on reality. But it was not a human mind that formed reality or logic. There is no reason to suppose human minds should have an impact on logic or the truths of reality. Man is the creature with a mind. Mankind is defined by his possession of mind. Mind is a reality. But reality is not of one mind. We have already alluded to the fact there are two different realities, the phenomenological one and the one held by idealists. These are real minds, and the reality these minds conceive or apperceive is divided in a way that is not reconcilable. The only place where this division of reality into two parts is recognized, elaborated on and depicted accurately, is the Bible. Scripture refers to the two realities or minds as the way of the flesh and the way of the spirit. The Bible talks about these realities as two distinct states of being. The way of the Spirit cannot be entered into unless we die in the flesh. Man is reborn in the Spirit. This is not hyperbole. There is a creature defined by the possession of mind. Only humans have minds, but there are two races with two types of mind. One mind is attached to the concept of reality as physical and the other mind is attached to the idea of a reality that is conceptual. These two races, the Apriorian and the Babylon, are associated with two civil structures. Babylon is a city and tied to the idea of a city-state. The city can and is expanded to include the concept of the nation-state and to the concept of a one-world government, or globalism. Apriorian is tribal, local, and market-driven. The two races are linked to two different epistemologies. Apriorians believe truth is absolute and logical. Apriorian minds are deductive and solve problems by deriving truths from axioms and propositions. Apriorians believe ownership is based on authorship. Because a priorian societies are regulated solely by the mechanisms of the market, there is no state and no regulatory powers. What we want we must pay for with wealth we create. Babylonians believe in a relativist, contingent, and probabilistic truth. 
Babylonians think all conceptions of reality are equally valid and are grounded in an objective physical reality that can be observed only through the five senses. There are no non-physical entities or structures. But physical reality can only be conjectured. There is no way for it to be observed directly, so at best physical reality is a belief. This poses a problem for Babylonians, because in their conception of things relativism is absolute, which is a contradiction of terms. Materialism, secularism and phenomenology deny mind exists as a real thing because mind is a non-physical construct. Because their reality is centered on the physical, Babylonians rely on the regulatory state to create order. All opinions, according to relativists, are equally valid. An umpire must be appointed who will adjudicate between the differences of opinion and enforce a particular ethical position, called law. Law is opinion formalized into a regulatory statement, backed up by the monopoly power of the state. There is nothing objective about the law. It is simply a manifestation of the doctrine of might makes right and the end justifies the means. Babylonians are ethical, meaning they rely on law to define right and wrong. One is ethical so long as one obeys the letter of the law. A priorian society is moral in its construction, meaning a priorian invokes principles and objective standards of right and wrong. A priorians quantify value because morality must be objectively validated, or it is not a true morality. The only way to do validate a course of action is through the market. We own what we create. What we create has value and values can and are quantified. The value of what we create gives us an objective moral foundation. A priorian society is able to determine if what is being done is good or not, by whether the action adds value or destroys value. However, the key difference between secularism and a priorism is in the way we think about ownership. If we own what we create, then man cannot own the physical world. No person created reality, and no man created any asset or physical thing. These were created by God. Only God owns assets. Mankind adds value and therefore owns equity. Equity is the value added to assets through work. This value is created firstly, in the mind. Value is not a real thing in the sense value is not natural. We modify the real world to create value. We transform nature in ways mankind values. It is interesting to note that not much that is natural has value until we add value to it. Nature needs modification to acquire value. But adding work to nature only adds value if we create the value first of all, mentally. If we all do the same thing in the same way, what is being done is work but the work does not add value to the substrate worked on. To add value, we must as individuals, specialize. Specialization is the mind component of a good or service. The more mental or the more mind added to the substrate, the more value added. 
Specialization is primarily about adding a mental component to nature through work. There are two responses to nature and the need for specialization. Each response is attached to a particular mind. Babylon grounded in physical reality sees ownership as a possession of assets. Babylonian ownership is classed as ethical or regulatory. Ethics require a state or similar regulatory authority, such as a theocracy. The state licenses assets to private interests but retains an interest in the property. The state's interest or share creates a liability. A liability is a secondary interest in a property that puts the property at risk of loss. Private ownership is grounded in authorship. The universe is created by God and owned by God. Equity is created by man and owned by man. We do not own the physical things we have, but we own the value of the work we have done. Liberals, as Babylonians, cannot divide equity from assets. Capitalists think the labor theory of value is impractical. However, the labor theory of value is not only a possible option, but an intrinsic part of a civil market. Privately, we do not own assets. We are to act as stewards of what belongs to God. We hold assets in trust, not just for the present, but for future generations. To create a civil market requires a trust be set up to represent a political jurisdiction. The trust accepts deposits from investors and records the deposit as a credit to the investor's equity account. Entire businesses or individual assets such as vehicles, buildings, equipment and so on may be donated to the trust. These assets are held in trust by the civil market. The trust serves as a steward for the natural wealth of the community. All businesses transferred to the trust are now owned by the civil authority in perpetuity. The investors who set up the trust compose a political jurisdiction and are the owners of the trust. Investors work for the trust and are paid by the trust for the work they do. Everyone is paid a living wage. Payment is always in the form of preferred shares. Equity created by work is monetized as preferred shares. Equity earned by work done for the trust is paid for by the trust in the form of a monetized form of preferred shares. The currency is contracted as prefers. Our mind is our reality, and our reality is our race. The world is a war between two races with two realities. One mind is tied to material reality. In their mind matter has value. This reality is expressed in the economics of capitalism. Materialism is also tied to liberalism. Liberals express physical power to substantiate their reality. To focus the power of individuals and to create order, liberals embrace the regulatory power of the state. Babylon is the source of the institutions out of which the state was created. The state creates law, and the law regulates the flesh. But there is no physical reality that can be verified. 
All the flesh can do is confirm what it has already assumed to be the case. Secularism is a worldview founded on circular reasoning and confirmation bias. If the world you believe in is based on and confirmed by physical impacts imposed on a causal reality, it is impossible to refute or contradict the assumptions held. The claim by liberals that phenomenological reality is the only possible reality contradicts and refutes the claim made. The flesh cannot prove physical reality exists, nor prove any other reality is possible. But the mind cannot prove by logic or reason that physical reality is a logical possibility. One's race is one's reality. The reality of humanity is defined by a human mind, and the mind one has, defines the race one is. Humans are the creature with a mind, but two minds exist and neither is compatible with the other. Two races exist because two realities exist because two qualitatively different minds exist, one cannot reconcile with the other. Two races, two realities. One race is of the flesh and the other race is of the spirit. Race is reality.